I, I think people who are really seeking are really seeking something that's real. Not something that's looked like it's always looked. Because if what it always looked like was making a difference, then we wouldn't have so many unchurched people who don't want anything to do with church. Does that make sense? That doesn't mean it has to be loud and long, but what it means is this, that He's alive and we like spending time with Him. <laughs> it's just about that simple. He's alive and we enjoy spending time with Him. It's not that we have to, it's that we get to spend time with the Lord. And it looks different. You know, if, I mean, how many of you would want a relationship that's so sterile that every day it's like Groundhog Day? That movie Groundhog Every day it's the exact same thing. You understand what I'm saying? Every day you knew at this time this is what was going to happen. At this time they were going to say this. At this time they were going to kiss you. At this time they were going to hug you. You know, it would, be, it would get so monotonous and so mundane that you would want to be out of it. Does that make sense to anybody else? Maybe that's just me. But that's not relationship. That's a formula. And what I'm saying is what the Lord desires so much from us is relationship. And relationship comes through being together, spending time, and that looks differently. So the Lord was doing so much. We have one healed in worship. See, that's what I'm saying. If Even if you have charismatic uh, foundation somewhere, and you go, well, healing happens at the end when they pray for people and stuff like that. No, if you're meeting with the healer, spontaneous healings erupt. <laughs> you know, I, I've been to, uh, I was, the way I was brought up, the denomination I was brought in, I was anti-Benny Hinn. I had been taught, he was pretty much figured out he was the Antichrist from the denomination I came out of. And, uh, I had an opportunity to go to his ministry. I'm not an advocate now for Benny Hinn. I think he is, has a specific niche in the body that God is using him tremendously in. He's not the Antichrist. He's not of the devil. I believe he's of the Lord. Is he a man? Absolutely. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But here's what I'm saying. I went to a meeting. Went to a meeting thinking, this is not God. I don't want anything to do with it. Kind of had my arms folded like this. You know, don't want anything to do with it. And I watched. And the Lord, you know how the Lord has a sense of humor? you didn't know he does because so I go to this meeting and I'm like this with my arms folded like I'm not want anything to do with this and the Lord I'm in a prayer meeting right and the guy who's Benny was Benny Hinn's right hand man the second man in charge I'm walking out of the prayer meeting and he looks at me and he goes you're a minister aren't you I mean I didn't have a I didn't even have a tie on you understand me I didn't have a tie on I didn't want to look like a preacher or anything like that I was like, yeah? He said, well, the Lord wants you on the stage. I'm like, really? <laughs> he wants me on the stage. And they have a seat. You know, they have seating. About 15, 20 guys sit on the stage right there behind Benny Hinn when he's preaching. He comes out and he sits down there with him. Then, then he preaches. And I'm like, really? Lord, you can put me on the stage. So I'm there on the stage. But I begin to see that I, what I couldn't have seen from the audience. And in worship, I saw people getting out of wheelchairs. In worship, I saw people being delivered. In worship, I watched as people were getting healed and they began to line up on the sides of the auditorium to come across the stage to just tell what God had done. And Benny Hinn wasn't even out there yet. You understand what I'm saying? I want you to hear me. As he wasn't out there, so he did, it wasn't that Benny Hinn came and all these people come and he healed them. It was the power of God. What, what I saw is at that point, Benny Hinn was just an anointed worship leader. Because he came out and uh, 
Oh, everything in the instruments, everything in the choir. I mean, and that was what he did. And everybody sang and people got healed. And I encountered the presence of the Lord probably as strong as I ever have when he went to pray for me. And the whole time I'm like, God, I ain't feeling this. I ain't feeling this. He said, okay, you're going to feel it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that was like three people in front of me. And I began to shake from the ground up. Nobody touching me or anything. There's three preachers in front of me to get prayed for before me. He was praying for pastors. And I'm like this. And he walks the other side. And I'm like, he walks the other side. And I step up. And I'm, he comes back. And I'm shaking. So it comes. And I'm right there at the front. He's on the other side of the stage. And it was as far as this building is wide. And when he starts walking back, I, I went, oh, oh, oh. Like, I mean, God just knocked all my dignity out. He, on stage, in front of everybody, in Hampton, Virginia. I got it all together. Have my tie on, you know, because... And I'm like, and before he ever got to me, I was laying down. I mean, they drug me over to where the preacher sit and draped me over a chair. And the Lord said, don't touch my anointing. I didn't call you to be him. I didn't call you to like him. But you got to love him and you got to pray for him. Because what I'm doing through him, I'm not doing through you right now. So there are gifts in the body that differ. And, and God didn't make anybody, Tish said this Friday night to me, God didn't make anyone an echo. He gave you a voice. That's so good. He, and Ben said this. I don't guess Ben or I, either one can really get to speak today. But Ben said this Friday night, it rocked me. You ever had one of those moments when you know God just spoke to you? Ben, Friday night, in the short time he shared, he said, well, you got to understand is that every blind eye that's ever been opened, Holy Spirit was there. Same Holy Spirit who lives in us. He was there. So my, that, I got a new Bible Friday night. Not really. But my Bible was open to me in a fresh way because of a revelation I got that Ben shared. That Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit that descended on Jesus that day. Every miracle Jesus did, Holy Spirit was there. <laughs> Let that settle on you a minute. Okay, I ain't going on on You go. Just share what you share with me. Yeah. Well, this is my first time doing this. <laughs> um, for a while, I have had a lot built up in me. That has been a setback um, in preparing for this trip and growing through Christ. And um, I've been fighting it because I didn't know what my breakthrough would look like and I didn't know what people would think. Um, so today I was up there and right after he said to shout, I was like, oh God, here it comes. <laughs> and so I got the word to just physically brush, brush, brush it all off, brush it off my body, all the bitterness, all the anger. Come on. Then I got the word to declare it to the church. Whatever is holding you back, to physically brush it off. And it doesn't matter what it will look like because that that's going to get your breakthrough. Amen. 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 Hannah. See, I believe this, that it's not just that God's pouring out gifts on the young people. I believe it's the young people who are saying, I'm willing to have it. And there's so many who are just saying, you know, I'm at a stage in life, I don't need all that. You just don't know. Amen. Go ahead, girl. Okay, so I was in worship, and I had like my Listen, eyes. wait a minute. Have you noticed a theme? 
healing in worship, deliverance, breakthrough in worship. Just saying. Okay, so I was in worship and um, I had my eyes closed and all I, saw, all I could see was like this bright light and it was like, like I, like if I looked like a different way, I couldn't get away from it. And he was like, uh -huh. that's my, um, that's my, the spirit that was in here today. And, uh, and um, like you can't get away from it. And then I saw like a bunch of people and they had like, it was like, they had these old, cloths on, like old, old like, tattered clothes. Yeah, like, yeah. And then it like fell off and they were like clothed in like a new pure and white cloth. I'm just saying, you might not get that with three hymns in an offertory. <laughs> you might. I'm not saying that you got to do what we do. To, what I'm saying is this, you got to be sensitive. And you just got to be listening to what he says. What we were just singing, where you go, I'll go, and what you say, I'll say. Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. You know, I'm convinced that the Father in heaven today was enjoying worship. And we were just so there in his presence that healing started just coming down from the throne. <laughs> Deliverance started coming down. Breakthrough started coming down. Wow, wow, wow. Anyone else? I, I mean, I really, I, I'll say this. <clears throat> I shared this Friday night briefly. Uh, in Exodus 33. Moses, uh, Here's one thing, I, I, as I went back after Friday, went back and began to look at Moses. Um, Moses, I can relate to on several different levels. But Moses, is, it wasn't a backseat kind of a guy. You know what I mean? I mean, Moses, he was supernaturally delivered. I mean, his mom put him in a basket and sent him down the river. And then God just blessed her and let her raise her son in Pharaoh's house with all his money when all the boys were supposed to be killed, right? Y'all know the story. I'm not going to go through the story. But then you see Moses. The next thing you, you see that, then the next thing you see about Moses in Exodus is Moses was uh, in Pharaoh's house, and he's looking, and he sees the, the Egyptians abusing the Israelites. And he knows that that's what he is. He's a Jew. And he sees them being, uh, the Jews being beaten, and, and he goes out and he kills one. I mean, he, he, do you understand what I'm saying? He didn't just get back and go, well, darn, that's bad. I hate that's going on with my family. I'm just going, I got it good. You know what I'm saying? I am not going to mess up this gig I got going on. He didn't do that. He was passionate. Are you with me? He was passionate. It says that Moses turned to see the burning bush. He didn't just go meander through life without purpose. And am I, is, am I connecting at all? I want to make sure I'm connecting because I'm, I'm building something here. And so we see this man of purpose, this man of, of uh, intentionality. And then Moses says, God, if, if you're telling me to deliver all these people, so he sees the burning bush, and then God says, my people, those people that you tried to do in the energy of the flesh. You know, and, that, and you know what? God just wants you to know, if you've done that before, it's, he, he forgives you. 
That's for somebody. And, it, and if I need to clarify, as we get zealous for the Lord and we snap out in the flesh. Because that's what Moses did. You know what? He wanted to see his people delivered, but he did it by going and killing one of the Egyptians. You know, that wasn't the, the answer. But he, he was so caught up. And the Lord said, there's people in this room that you, in your zeal, you did some wrong things. And the Lord says, you know what? I forgive you. So you're free. Isn't that cool? That's a good word right there. I don't know who that was for. That's good. So Moses said, Lord, how am I going to know that you sent me to deliver this people? And he said, uh, and then the next thing Moses is, he began to do a self-evaluation. I preached this not too long ago, but he said, God, who am I? You know what I love about the Lord? He didn't qualify Moses. He said, who am I? And the Lord said, I'll go with you. He just totally, he just totally went past that self-evaluation, like, who am I to do this? And he said, I'll be with you. So whatever is in front of you, it's not what you have to bring to the table. It's who you have and who has you. I'll go with you. So here in this, in Exodus 33, it's the tabernacle's been built. Moses outside the camp. He's worshiping. And uh, the Lord says, it's time to move. And here's what he says uh, in verse 13. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you and that I might find grace in your sight. Come on, people. <laughs> Man, if that's all you hear today, if you left this place with that declaration out of your mouth, Lord, if I found grace in your sight, and I can tell you you have because John chapter 1, I think verse 17 says, the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So he said, you've got grace and truth. It's Jesus. You don't have to wonder, do I have it? You have it. So knowing that you have found grace in his sight, he said this, show me your way. And don't raise your hand. But how easy it is, is it in life to get frustrated with where you are right now because all you can see is your circumstance instead of his way. He said, Lord, show me your way. Show me your way that I might know you. I think Moses had a right perspective. Show me your way. Why does, why do you, what, so I can go do a thing? Is that what he said? No. He said, show me your way. Why? So that I can know you. Because if I know your way, I know your heart, and I'll know you. Come on, somebody. That's a good word right there. That's a good word right there. That I might know you and I might find grace in your sight. And consider this nation as your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said, Moses said to God, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. He said, God, if your presence isn't with us, we don't want to go anywhere. We want to stay right here where your presence is. And the Lord said, I'll go with you. And, uh, you know, as... As I was, I'm not going to teach all that. I might hear about that when I get back. But what I just really wanted to release into this house today is, yes, there's a team that's leaving. As a matter of fact, I want uh, everyone who's going to come up here, line across the front, facing the people, everyone who's going on the trip. I don't know what that's going to do. John and uh, Marty can carry it, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> 
And what I was saying is this. Uh, yeah. Um, they're going to go get Abby because Abby's going. Miss Snuffer, she's going with us also. Is that he said, it, where, where you go, my presence will go with you. And uh, I was in John's gospel. It talks about, he said, in John 14, he said, I'm going to give you a comforter. He said, and this comforter, he'll abide with you forever. He said, he'll be with you and he'll be in you. Amen. That's a good word. He said, the comfort will be with you. But what I want you to understand is, yes, we're going. You're sending us. It's because of uh, many of your giving that helped fund some of our team to go. And uh, the excess that has come in for the team, we're taking down. And we will uh, sow into the DR. But um, what I want you to understand is, I, we're going. But Holy Spirit is in you just like he's in us and so I want you to understand is we're going and we're expecting to see God do amazing things as we're there we made declarations Friday night blind eyes open limbs growing out deaf ears open the Stephen said the dead raised yeah and Tish even said grass growing that not just the physical need, the physical body needs of man, but that will affect nature when we go. Huh. Yeah. He's that big. And we just sang about the winds and waves still know, isn't it? Is that right? Winds and waves. I get that backwards. I even sing it backwards, but they still know his name. Nature knows his name. There was a fig tree in Israel that knew his voice. <laughs> exactly right. The wind of the sea knew his voice. The wind and the waves, they, it knows his voice. Nature responds to the voice of the Lord. So, uh, but I want you to understand something. That we're not taking Holy Spirit with us and leaving a void. He's very here with you to do the exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think according to the power that works within us, in you. So if you'd stand, <clears throat> and here's what I want to do. We're going to, uh, <laughs> it's a little different. That's okay. It's all good. You had not noticed we're a little different by now. Welcome. <laughs> My name's Todd. I pastor this amazing group of people. <laughs> we're a little different. Different is good. He didn't, he didn't make. Again, he didn't make echoes. He made voices. So what I want you to do is I just want you to put your hands like this in receiving mode. And we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you. We're we're going to get started right here, right now. And uh, I'm just going to pray generally. If team, if anybody on our team feels led to go pray for somebody specifically, you're released to go do so. If they tell you they don't want prayer, just come back up here and we'll pray for them. Just pray for them up here. We won't embarrass them. <laughs> and that's not what I'm saying. But uh, we'll pray for them. But we, we want to bless you. I know that we're carrying presence of the Holy Spirit with us. And uh, we just want, I, here's what I want. Wow. I want happening simultaneously here what's happening there. 
that we start getting, not just sending testimonies, but we start getting testimonies. And I go to the team and I go, guys, we got to step it up because back home, <laughs> here's what's happening. Y'all hear me? I'm serious. I'm not making fun. I'm being serious. So, Father God, in the name that's above every name, the blessed name of the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Father, we just release that which you have placed in us because you said, Lord, give and it will be given to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So, Lord, we don't want to store up what you're pouring into us over these months since January, Lord, five months that we've been pouring in and, and preparing ourselves, Lord. That's not what we're carrying. We're releasing that right now because, God, we're carrying fresh oil. So, Lord, right now we release all the, the meditation, all the uh, preparation, God, we release over everyone here that signs, wonders, and miracles, spontaneous salvations. People walk in stores here, and people come up to them and say, I've got to know how you glow. I've got to know what's different about you. I need to be born again. You have to know Jesus because you shine. Wow, Lord, we just declare spontaneous healings salvations, deliverances. God, I just declare over businesses supernatural increase right now in Jesus' name. Supernatural increase that brings honor and glory to the King. Help coming in that wasn't expected, Lord. Helpers that, that come in with direction and clarity. Wow, wow. God, we do. We declare exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think over these here today. Lord, I believe there are those who came in today right on the edge of breakthrough, and today they get propelled into destiny. Today, Lord, their willingness to stretch beyond what's comfortable into your presence, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Wow. That our understanding of church as usual has changed, Lord. Help us, Father, to continue to be sensitive to your voice. That, Lord, we don't make a formula out of not having a formula. Lord, we thank you for what you have sown into us, and we release that now. Wow, wow, we release that now. Shambra yere babosantarake. Vinda mandembre kararabosayere asham. Me arambra bosaye vararamosaye. Thank you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Just minister. Minister, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Sarararamoshande arramambrayere. Expand, Father. I just declare right now over this, this people, God, you expand our capacity to receive. You, co you expand our capacity to receive. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stay, uh, just stay in, in worship. We have another word right here. Bob, if you give me a slide. Amen. Go ahead. It's on. Okay. Um, I told Todd I didn't really want to share, but I wanted to be obedient to God. And um, as I was just sitting in his presence listening, um, he showed me a seed that was placed in the ground and he showed me how hard it was for that seed and what it took for that seed to come through the ground and to bloom and he showed me that we each one of us is a seed that he has placed in the ground and as he waters us and loves on us it gives us the strength to push through the ground and come into the light of the sun amen amen thank you Amen. That's a good word. You know what's so awesome about that word? I don't remember. It was I was in Washington D.C. and I heard a young man uh, share a word about about the seed. And he said, "You know what? The seed it receives all its nutrients and it gets its roots in the ground in darkness and obscurity. And many times it's when you think others and God have forgotten about you, but it's there that you're getting strengthened, that your root system's going down, and that the that the fruit is getting ready to just erupt. Bobby, what's that tree that grows down five years? You t- it's, the, a palm. it's a palm. A palm tree. It grows into the ground five years, and it see little to no growth above, above ground, but then it just shoots up. And that's what, you know, if you've been in that place where you feel like, man, it's just been dark, no one even, God doesn't even know my name. He said, yes, I do, and I've been watering you. And you're getting ready to break forth. Huh? Come on. You're getting ready to break Amen. forth. Amen. You got some? Uh, uh, what? Okay. Because um, I was, John, I saw John Thursday. He told me about the worship service Friday night. I wasn't able to come, but I had prayed as if I was coming. Amen. So the Lord gave me a word for the team. There's um, refuge. I have to read. Okay. Absolutely. And as she's looking that up, one thing I want to say, Jonathan told me that from 8 to 9 every day next week, Gibsonville Hardware and Pond, he's going to be praying for our team and the trip from 8 to 9 in the morning at the hardware store. And he said, "You're uh, anybody who wants to join, that's right on Main Street, right in the middle of Main Street. You can't miss it. They've got a big uh, sign out front, uh, Spain Hour, Gun and Pond, hanging a banner that you can't miss. It's right across from Town Hall. So if you're coming from here, it'll be on your right, right in the middle. Eight to nine in the morning, they'll be there praying. Um, First, he told me to tell you guys I am your refuge. Um, That some of you guys 
have no clue where you're going and have never been and that y'all are concerned about that. He wanted you to know I am your refuge. <laughs> um, he said uh, Psalms 5, 11, and 12, but let all those who take refuge and, be, and put their trust in you rejoice. And this confirmation of the word of this morning too. Let them ever sing and shout for joy. Come on. Because you make a covering over them and defend them. He literally wants you guys to see that covering. Yeah. That y'all are going in covered by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you and be high in spirits. For you, Lord, will bless the uncompromisingly righteous him who is upright and right standing with you, as with a shield, you will surround Hallelujah. him with goodwill, pleasure, yeah, and well, favor. Amen. So I Amen. will be praying that over you guys. Amen. Also, the other thing was, and I shared this with Savannah, he wants you to have boldness. He is declaring boldness over you to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ because as the disciples preached Jesus, the signs, wonders, miracles happened at that point. And he took me to Ephesians. Ephesians 6, 19, and Paul was praying this, and I pray you guys pray it. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the other thing was family. It was like he breathed family. Amen. And to me, I shared this with Savannah. I have family there. Um, my sister-in-law is Dominican. And they, I love them. Just, I can't even express how much I love my Dominican family. They're amazing. Yeah. And so the Lord said to me, he is sending my family to my family. Come on. And it was like he was saying, he, y'all are his family, sending y'all to his family. Amen. So I, he, he wants you guys to have that in your mind too. These not, they're not some foreign people in some foreign land. They are your family, and he Amen. wants you to know they're his family and to love as you've never loved. So Amen. bless you guys. Amen. I, uh, I'm going to just do this. Stephanie's like our, one of our head intercessor prayers here uh, at the river, her and Tish. We got, I'm not going to start naming people, but just know that that's one of the things the Lord's told them to do. Those scriptures that she just shared, if you'll... Uh, Come up to Stephanie because she's got a paper and pen. She'll write down your email address and she will send that stuff to you. And if the Lord puts anything on her heart to pray, she can send those to you. Does that make sense? Just kind of, here's what the Lord is saying uh, from a prophetic intercessor standpoint. And uh, so we'll just, she'll get that out to you so that you can just cover us. And we want you to know that as we're there, we're praying because our family's here. And, uh, that uh, we'll be praying for you as well. Also, uh, a couple of things. We'll just start closing things up here. We'll make our offering declaration in just a moment. But we're in uh, coming up in a couple of months, a few months, September, we're going to be doing the uh, Reinhardt Bonnke Crusade. It's going to be in Greensboro Coliseum, and we need volunteers to help. That means people from ushers helping people. We're believing God for a huge harvest to leading people to the Lord, to praying for the sick at the altar. There's going to be training for ministry teams and things like that. But if you will, uh, I'll put this uh, on the table right in the kitchen area, the little round table there. Um, Dad, if you'll put that there, and we'll get a pen with it. 
And I'd appreciate you signing up, and we'll get that to Donnie, who's the coordinator in, in, here in North Carolina. But, you know, we don't want to just pray about it. We want to put our feet to it and be connected with it. So if you can do that, uh, sign up. And the, uh, there are cards. It's September 12th and 13th This when it is. There are cards still over here. There are prayer cards like this where you can put uh, the name of five people you're praying for that you're going to bring with you, not just pray that they go, that you're going to bring with you. And there's other cards, bigger cards that have information. Take as many as you want. Uh, and uh, But, you know, we can, we can pray and pray and pray. There was, there's no model in the New Testament where all Jesus did was pray. He went. There's no model for intercessory prayer in the New Testament like you see taught a lot in the New Testament where you just got people who all they do is go pray. They don't go anywhere. That's not the model. Jesus didn't tell his disciples, go pray for 40 days and then uh, I'll go to the city. No, he sent them ahead and said, go to the city. Go ahead and go tell them that I'm coming. Go ahead and go lay hands on the sick and stuff like that. But was prayer not important? No, prayer is very important. But there's not just those who that's all they do. We all have the go in us what I'm saying. We all have to go in us. So, you got anything uh, coming in July? Do we have a date for that? You know? The end of July, we have a special treat for our ladies and then for our church as well. Susan Starr, uh, who was had stage four. She, yeah, she had stage four cancer, but several different cancers was given up for dead, went to a meeting, was miraculously healed. And uh, since then, she's, God just didn't just heal her, but he birthed in her a healing ministry. So where she goes and when she shares, people get healed. <laughs> people just get healed. And, and it's not, she said, I don't get it because I'm not a Bible scholar or anything like that. She wasn't even a charismatic believer when it happened. She didn't even really believe in all that. She just heard that this guy that she had heard of was that prayed for people and they got healed was going to be and she went and he didn't even get to pray for somebody on his team prayed for and she was healed come on so she's going to be with us the end of july and uh july 26 and 27 so the ladies will have a special meeting with her just the ladies on that saturday blessed ladies and then the men everyone should be with us that sunday morning as well so amen Let's make our offering declaration. As we receive today's offering, we are believing you for heaven open, earth invaded, storehouses unlocked, and miracles created. Dreams and visions, angelic visitations, declarations, and divine manifestations. Anointing, gifting, and calls, positions and promotions, Provisions and resources to go to the nations, souls and more souls from every generation, saved and set free, carrying kingdom revelation. Thank you, Father, that as I align my beliefs with your word, you will shower favor, blessing, and increase upon me, so I will have more than enough to co-labor with heaven and see Jesus get his full reward. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Amen.